Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to incorporate into your introduction. I'm not, you're going to screw that. That was good. Just that again? No, no, that was no, perfect. That was perfect. So, welcome to the Idiots Talk History podcast, the podcast where we discuss lesser-known events from the past or try to shine a new light on events that people are perhaps already familiar with. Better than any intro. Uh, that's the best intro I've ever had. That was very good. Thank you very much. Um, but before all that, as you may well have already realised, I do not have the dulcet tones of Matt, oh. the mumbling drawl of Innis, <laughs> or the voice of Lorna. <laughs> uh, listeners who have heard all of the previous podcasts, or at least those who have listened to episode 6 and now 21, yeah. will recognise me as the voice of Dan. From episode 21. <laughs> oh, it's gone wrong. <laughs> As the voice of Dan from episode 6 and 21. You also do audiobooks. Mm. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might recognise him from there as That's well. That's the first plug of the evening. <laughs> okay, so yes, I am Dan, and today I've been allowed to steer the ship. Why did I write that? <laughs> and have been given the opportunity to produce my own report. So with me on my ship. <laughs> This is so good. Yeah. You sound like in a job interview. <laughs> so yes, with me on my ship are my fellow co-hosts, Matt. Hello. Which is short for Matt. Innis, which is short for In. Oh. Is. And Lorna, who is just short. Sorry, I'm not <laughs> to... <laughs> Pause for laughter. <laughs> we'll insert that in post. I was just sure uh, was going. No. I don't know where I was sorry, going. sorry. That was good, that was good. Just I'm not... torn apart so far. So, no. Okay. So, how, how is everyone? I know this was a stand-up routine. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, yeah. There are not some jobs. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, how um, is everyone doing? Is this how we normally do yeah, the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have we been up to uh, this week? Um, I just did a re- recording of the podcast. Uh, mm. And... Not much, it's the new year, so, you know, new year, new year, new year, what's your uh, new year's, oh, that'll be the big question, oh, <laughs> what's your new year's resolution, we'll get to that later, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah we'll do that later, I'm alright, innit, I'll write that in, I'm, uh, I'm alright, I was Cardiff, you've been in Cardiff, oh, yeah, yeah, um, still there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but, no, it's, it's gonna be good, oh, yeah, well, it was good, yeah, and, um, I'm, I, to be honest, it was a brilliant experience, oh, wonderful, and, I'm gonna really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost confusing. Yeah, I can't keep up with that. Oh, how are you? Um, I'm alright. I'm just eating an apple. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just so, to mention that. seeing as it's a holiday period special, yes, I thought I'd bring something a little different to the table. I brought a ship's table, but I'm stopping the ship <laughs> metaphor. I like the ship metaphor. Yeah, I'm all the ships then. Cabin and, boy, Matt. And add a little bit of friendly competition to proceedings. Oh. So, now, this means that the three of you will be competing against one another. Nice. In no. a bid to earn points. Mm. Oh, and oh points. points. What do points mean? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Points oh. mean prizes. No, they just mean <laughs> points. Oh. <laughs> But at the end of the what? podcast, these points will be tallied up to find the winner at the end of the show. And if I'd planned this properly, I would have brought some Danish treats. Oh, wait, so oh, you haven't. So, <laughs> but I forgot. And then I was going to buy a Danish pastry from the shop, but I forgot. So the so winner there's, there's gets... a mince pie that was just in your pocket. <laughs> this mince pie, which I've pulled out of my pocket. So oh. that's what's up for grabs. Oh, this is exciting. So a little bit about me. I live in Denmark. And naturally, my report will be based in Denmark. But nice. before I go into any details, I would like to find out just how much you know about Denmark. Good. So, the very first task, I don't know how we're going to do this. Okay. I've got a map of Europe. Mm-hmm. I want you to point out where Denmark is on Easy the map. Easy money. Easy money. But I don't know how we're going to do this. It was going to print out. time. Yeah. So, Not I want to see. I want to see Matthew. Oh, right, I'll, turn, sure. I'll turn it to you, Matthew. Um, not Matt, sure anyone else. Okay. I'm not sure if I've chosen the right one. Can you write your names down on that piece of paper? That's you know what? Make I'm Matt. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right. Lorna, no looking. Where do you think Denmark okay. is? Uh, okay. Right, Lorna. Mm. Oh, it's okay, you can just point now because. Oh. I really don't. Remember, this is where I live. There. Okay, well. 
Innis and Matthew are both correct. Woo! I think Lorna <laughs> pointed Lorna to point? Sweden. <laughs> oh, it's Finland. I no, think. I pointed Finland. the next one. Oh, that's Finland, Finland. yeah. Where yeah. is it? There's a little tiny thing there. Oh, that's what? boring. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> okay, well, minus one. Boring. <laughs> Matthew, so, I'd like you to write one for you and one for oh, Innis. Oh, can't let Honestly, <laughs> Matt is a sore loser. I'll show everyone that. does not let Matt win. He's uh, right, also yeah. a sore loser. This is, so, this is a close up of Denmark. I want you to tell me. What do you think it looks like? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what this is, is very good for an audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, you can put it on the Twitter. It looks like a face. Yeah, it does like a, an old woman with a yeah, nose there. Yeah, there's the eye and the nose and mm. the mouth. And she's eating a... She's... Oh, now I can see that. Now you've said I think that. she's pushing a trolley. A little old person's trolley. Yeah, there's her arms. Well, there. Oh, you're saying that. Her body's like that. small and her head's there. She's no, got for me, that's, oh, a whole that's, face. A whole face that's a whole face. That's a chin, that's a nose, nose and that's yeah. a It's like a dripping nose. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, I also know. think it looks like Batman. Do you see Batman? Uh, he's like crouching. I can see his ear and his head. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does look like Batman, actually. Well, no, okay. I don't know Batman. Do I get a point for that? Everyone gets a point because they notice the little the face. That's it. Okay. But oh. I want you to know do you know any Danish. Brands because I know on this podcast you love oh, to yes. plug who can remember who can forget goo yogurt, oh, crave, yeah. crave cereal, or Innes's favorite badassoftheweek.com. That's a good one. So I want to, you need to give me some Danish brands. Lego. Okay, right. Lorna gets, I didn't know we could, Lorna oh, gets two points. I wasn't going to say that five oh, minutes ago. Okay. Well, so can you think of, points. yeah, yeah. For what? Because I like Lorna. Two points. Oh, and uh, <laughs> can you think of any other? Carlsberg. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, one point. Why do I get one? I, I, that's two. not on the list. I forgot about that. Calvin Klein. That's not Danish. Oh, I'll right. give you a clue. There's some. There's a jewellery brand. A famous jewellery brand. Michael Kors. No. It's very mm-hmm. famous. There's shops in, in where we live. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Samuel. Goldsmiths. No, there's a lot of bracelet. Very Pandora. Pandora. Yeah. Oh, Lana gets it. Two points it's for Lana. not two points for Lana. I had it one half point for Lana. There's a famous... Oh, Innis should get this one. There's a famous uh, speaker, uh, like sound company. Bose. Recommends. It begins with a B. Beats. <laughs> I don't know it. Speaker. Uh, but, oh, oh uh, um, oh no, it's ba- Bauhaus. 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 Oh, Am no. I saying it? Is it something like that? Bose. <laughs> it's B and something. B and M. B and M. Yeah, so what's that? B&O, uh, I've got it on my laptop here. But Base and order. <laughs> well, okay, Matthew gets half a point. It's yes. Bang & Olufsen. Oh, don't know it. You don't know it? No. And it's on my laptop. finally, a famous Danish sports brand. <laughs> like Nike or Adidas. Uh, Adidas. Fila. It's, I'll give you a clue. Lotto. The, the logo is the shape of a B. <laughs> oh. Shape of a B? Uh, oh, okay. Hummel. Yeah. You're Correct. joking. Two. <laughs> oh, two points. Yeah, yeah, two points. I've been giving myself one point. I'm confused. It was two points for these answers. Yeah, two so points. Got like I'm four, right. Any, anyway, so I'm, I'm going to be awarding some points throughout. I was on four and I'm on six and it's on two. I feel okay. like I should be on more. Like three. Yeah, you know. three. Okay. Give myself another one. Well, give us all another one. Right, then. I'm, I'm going to take one. <laughs> no, let's have a count how many we. No, no. We're all on. So lost I'm going to be awarding points throughout for like good, good chat, funny lines, good chat, anything interesting. Like that, yeah. So today, I'm going to be talking about Denmark, and in keeping with the theme of uh, discussing topics that are very well known, but sort of finding like a new angle, mm. I'm going to talk about Denmark during World War Two. Nice. Mm. Now, what do you think Denmark did in World War Two? Because you always hear about England and. Germany and Italy got and... occupied by the Germans. Yeah, I did. Well, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> they were. <laughs> but what you probably didn't know, or today's plan of action, I'm going to talk about the invasion of Denmark by Germany. Yeah. Mm. The occupation, the resistance, and spoilers, they get the country back. Oh, good. Nice. So I'm going to first talk about the invasion. And during most of World War II, Denmark was a protectorate. It basically means that Germany took over Denmark, but they were still allowed to keep the institutions running so they could still function, they still kept their government, but Germany was still in control. And originally, the occupation of Denmark was not an important objective for Germany, 
Um, but the reason why they did it was to help with the planned invasion of Norway, which was strategically more important, and also as a precaution against expected British response. So they believed that if they had a base there, they could, uh, they could set up these operations to Norway and begin planning the occupation of... Oh, I've said that wrong. You can go to Denmark and think about attacking Norway. Yeah. Yeah. And um, although... What have I written there? It's actually quite hard, like, reading and speaking at the same time. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. So anyway, so officially Germany claimed to be protecting Denmark from a British invasion, hence the name Protectorate. So at 4.15 on the morning of April, the 9th of April, German forces crossed the border into neutral Denmark. So they were originally neutral in the war. And in a coordinated operation, German ships began disembarking troops at the docks in Copenhagen. And they were outnumbered. Although outnumbered and poorly equipped, soldiers still offered some resistance. And then at the same time as this border crossing, German planes dropped leaflets over Copenhagen, calling for Danish people to basically surrender. And, um, and yeah, so Germany had occupied Denmark in the space of a few hours. Yeah. Not very good, though, is it? And as, as a result of the rapid turn of events, the Danish government did not have enough time to officially declare war on Germany. <laughs> but they weren't really able to do that anyway, because the Danish army was too small to hold out against Germany, and its flat land would have re- resulted in it being over- easily overrun by German panzers. Do you know what panzers are? The, tr- the uh, tanks. Yeah. yeah. And Denmark, unlike Norway, Denmark doesn't have any mountains, so they couldn't retreat to the mountains like the dwarves in Lord of the Rings. Um, but only 16 Danish soldiers died in the invasion. But basically, after two hours, the Danish government surrendered, believing that resistance was useless, and they hoped to work out an advantageous agreement with Germany. Mm. So, believing that further resistance would only result in loss of more lives, the cabinet, the Danish cabinet decided to bow down to the pressure. So, uh, yeah. But due to the relative ease of the occupation and copious amounts of dairy products, Denmark earned the nickname the Cream Front. <laughs> Good joke, that. You, you lose <laughs> the point for that joke. <laughs> That's not a joke, they call it the Cream Front. Yeah, but because of the copious amount of dairy products. Yeah, so the, because it was really easy to take over. Yeah. And because of all it the was. dairy. 16 people died and it took two hours. There's only 5 million people in Denmark. I know, it's still a lot of people. How many is it nowadays? Five and a half. Oh, okay. Well, compared to Germany, the Germany's got like 80 million. Yeah. So, but the Danish people, they were, they were unsure about what the best policy towards Germany might be. And although they didn't support Nazis, they were sort of trying to get the money out of it. So they were trying to find ways of making money. Um, but as a result of the cooperative attitude of the Danish authorities... German officials claimed that they would respect Danish sovereignty and territorial integrity as well as neutrality. So basically, the Germany said, yeah, Denmark can carry on. Being Denmark. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and some of the reasons for this was that they hoped to, it was for sort of propaganda, so they could show to other people that this is a model protectorate. This could happen to you. We could take over your country, but you could still um, carry on as normal. So it showed the world what a future Nazi-controlled Europe could be. Is this? Are you making a propaganda speech? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and they also quite like the Danish people because they were fellow Nordic Aryans. Yeah, they live next they door, look, don't they? Yeah, and they basically were all white with blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm. So yeah. No, that's what the Nazis liked. Yeah, and so the par- as I said, the Parliament could remain intact, but then the German Reich. <laughs> what? <laughs> the German Reich was uh, represented by a German diplomat, um, yeah, who sort of just kept an eye on things. Yeah. But yeah, generally the public backed the new government, so the, the government was made up of a lot of the democratic parties sort of joined together to present a united front to German authorities. Um, and But unfortunately, in order to keep some of this uh, government around, they had to give up some sort of uh, basic Danish uh, constitutional laws, which included so newspaper articles and news reports, uh, which might jeopardise German-Danish relations, were outlawed. So, uh, but that goes against the Danish constitution of censorship. 
the German authorities demanded that communists in Denmark should, communists in Denmark should be arrested. You can open that bag of uh, oh, M and M's. I mean, Lorna was eating an apple before, yeah, so it's okay. Everything was sweet. Anyone else want an item? I want that mince pie. Right, God, you see, you're not winning, are you? No. Yeah. So, all relations with allied governments were severed, and industrial production and trade was directed towards Germany. Because, basically, Denmark used to have the biggest traders with Germany and Britain, mm. but Germany couldn't have them trading with Britain so they had to take up all this money because they feared that if the uh, economy of Denmark uh, collapsed like it did after World War One, the the people of Denmark would be more likely to rebel mm. um, so they had to take on Britain's trade and yeah so they sort of yeah they took on an extra load to trade with Denmark um, oh poor Nazis but, <laughs> oh, it's fine but then in return for these concessions, so the Denmark had to sort of give all this stuff up. But in return for that, they were able to uh, stop the Germans discriminating against Denmark's Jewish minority. They also got to stop the death penalty from being uh, introduced. And uh, they also could reject demands for the transfer of Danish army units to German military. So even though they were giving up some things, mm. they sort of got to protect the, the Jews, basically. And even when they, they had a, an election in the middle of the war, and the turnout was 89.5%, which is the highest in any Danish election. Um, and basically, only 2% voted for the Nazis of Denmark. Yeah. So, yeah, Germans and Nazis weren't exactly popular in Denmark. But they say that the biggest success towards for these uh, policies was that Germany, they were protected against the Jewish minority. So, um, what was it? Throughout the years of hold of its hold on power, the government consistently refused to accept German demands regarding the Jews. The authorities would not enact special laws concerning Jews, and their civil rights remained equal with those of the rest of the population. And Germany weren't happy about this, but they concluded that any attempt to remove or mistreat Jews would be politically unacceptable and disruptive to the to their relationship. But um. There's not many laughs at the moment, but uh, this is awesome. Just, I know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but King Christian X, who was king in Denmark. Good They're name. all called Christian in Denmark. Like yeah. Christiansen and Christian. Yeah, yeah. What's the name? Give him a like point. Pop it, yeah. Because that's true. And it's not often you get a true word out of my mouth. So, <laughs> so truth yeah. is a point. But yeah, but it was important that King Christian... He, uh, he remained in Denmark and he was a symbol of courage to the, to his subjects. Um, but this is coming on now. So this that was the invasion of, of Germany and them taking over. But in October 1942, apparently Adolf Hitler sent a really long, nice birthday message. It was a telegram, actually. It was an email. It was a long, flattering birthday. Not a Facebook post no. as well. HBD. <laughs> <laughs> It well, was basically, yeah. yeah. So Hitler said, "Oh yeah, we we love this relationship." Blah blah blah. Happy happy birthday, and then the king replied with a simple thanks, <laughs> and apparently it sent the Führer into a state of rage at this deliberate slight, or as I've written, diss. Do you think to he put fair, like? He could have just not replied. Could have added. Yeah. He could have put like K dot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Could have liked. <laughs> I think that was the uh, that the equivalent of oh, saying okay. K or just liking it and not saying thanks. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that apparently that seriously damaged Danish relations. So this king, it was all going fine, and then this king just sort of insulted Hitler. He might not have meant to do that though. He might have just been really busy replying to everyone. Yeah, yeah he right. might have been with the same. It's like, oh, he's Adolf, thanks, <laughs> Adolf. Just tell Adolf yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It probably won't even him. It's probably his servants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Aww. But yeah, but apparently this sort of kicked it all off then. So then the guy who was the German diplomat was then replaced by an SS officer. Mm. And then orders were told to crack down in Denmark. And um, there's a brief, brief, a brief history of non-violent resistance. And the most interesting one was called the Churchill Club. And it was a group of eight teenage schoolboys in North Jutland who performed acts of sabotage against the Germans. 
and they were probably the earliest resistance group to be formed in Denmark. So under the leadership of 15-year-old, who was only 15 oh years gosh. old, called, I don't know I don't know how you pronounce this, but in English it says, it looks like Knud Pedersen. I think in Danish it's Knud Pedersen. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, that's how you say it. Okay. Knud? Knud? I don't okay. know. Knud Pedersen. And they began to target German forces in Olbo to... Um, because they'd seen some Norwegian soldiers sort of doing some sabotage, so they wanted to do their own thing. If you want to uh, learn about that, listen to episode 7. Yeah. And they succeed in carrying out 25 acts of sabotage before they're arrested by police. And these uh, these acts of sabotage included stealing weapons, destroying vehicles, blueprints, and plane parts. There's 15-year-olds? Yeah, there's eight, eight 15-year-old boys. Damn kids. I won't be doing that. <laughs> And apparently, I read I read that they were charged with one million, one, eighteen hundred million kroners worth of damage. But that's like eighteen million pounds worth of damage. That can't be true. No, is, not for eighteen. Is that not the time though? I don't know. Was it because money's different now than it was then, wasn't it? Surely, but it would have been less though. Mm. But apparently, they got arrested, so it ranged from two to three years in prison. But even in prison, they were still escaping and committing acts of sabotage. <laughs> So yeah, because that was like the non-violent resistance. Boys will be boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. school boys. Yeah, but then after this 1943, so it wasn't just that the king dissed Hitler. He, uh, there was also this sort of sabotage going on and people were becoming more or increasingly hostile to the Germans. So uh, and the soldiers who were stationed there found that most of the population were cold and distant. Now I've got a personal story about this. That oh. My girlfriend's grandparents live on an island close to the German border. So her, her great-granddad in this house, where he was on the island, they set up like a German radio tower next door to their house. And apparently the Germans knocked on knocked on the door asking for some sugar. And the granddad basically told them to like... Uh, oh, okay. Get yeah, get lost. You're not having any time. sugar. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> But yeah, so basically none of the Germans, uh, sorry, none of the Danes wanted Germans. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then they sort of started to crack down. So after after these uh, these acts of sabotage and after the king basically told, yeah, after this diss to Hitler, they started to, they cracked down. So they put a ban on people assembling in public. Ooh. They outlawed strikes. There was an introduction of a curfew. Um there were special courts, German courts, and then the death penalty was also introduced. It sounds like the Nazis. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Not a good group. <laughs> uh, and the Danish government basically refused all, refused all this, so Germans dissolved the government and instituted martial law. I don't really know what martial law is, though. Does anyone know? I've heard of it. But I think it's just like their law, is it? Yeah, maybe. Isn't it like um, run by the army law? Mm. yeah maybe well yeah that's sort of what happens because then in the October the Germans decided to remove all Jews from Denmark but there was an information leak from a German diplomat and the Danish civilians managed to get the vast majority of the Jews transported safely into neutral Sweden ah. uh, by means of fishing boats and motorboats this went on for like two months and then apparently one man helped to ferry more than 1400 Jews to safety ah. So it's quite good. nice. There's a nice little. Uh, These are my good guys list. See, First addition to my good guys. List. Unnamed Danish man. Unnamed Danish see, man. It's people like that that should go down in history, but yeah. they don't. Do no, they've gone down in idiots talk. Well, yeah. Oh, what a point. There we go. Oh, I had a couple. You have a point. Got right on. You still all in it? Oh yeah, sorry. For saying. I give him two. Um, so martial law is uh, yeah, it's the imposition of direct military control of normal civilian function of functions of government. Mm. So yeah, military take over normal functions of government. You're not having a point, for, a that. point for that. No, 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 no Google, Google, but just... <laughs> What did I say though? What when you asked what it was, and I said the army take control. No, no, you didn't say that. No, no. But because but once the government had been taken over. Sabotage and resistance then got to what are you laughing at? Sabotage suddenly increased because previously these resistance groups they were worried, um, like the government had told resistance groups to sort of back down and to not commit acts of sabotage, but with the government gone, they did (laughs) so. Um, and they had a few successes. So apparently, on D Day, 
they uh, they they sort of uh, hijacked the train network in Denmark, so they stopped German troops from arriving, like German mm-hmm. reinforcements in Normandy. So they had their own little tiny part. Um, but yeah, there was some, uh, and there were a few different groups, and I've actually been to one of these uh, groups' hideouts. It was called the Vil- Vilstein Group, which means White Stone Group. And uh, they were connected to the resistance movement through... There was a captain of the Special Operations Executive, and he helped to organise British weapon drops for the Danish resistance. Um, and the owner of this, it was a it was a small inn called the Whitestone Inn. And the owner of this, he sort of heard, overheard this captain talking about. <laughs> it's not a very good captain if he's talking about this uh, like secret weapons drop. But anyway, he sort of decided to help out. And then this this point, they had a hill nearby to the inn, and so the English would then leave messages and it said they'd do a BBC news broadcast with the encoded message greetings to Elias, listen again and that meant that there was going to be a an airdrop that night mm. in this particular point called Mustard Point I think and so this group were responsible for pickup and delivery of explosives to resistance groups which were then used to sabotage railways locomotive sheds Bridges and factories in use by Germany. What's a locomotive? Where they keep the trains. Yeah, I think it's just where they keep mm. the trains. Like the little houses which Thomas lives in. Yeah, mm. Thomas. I think it's where they like where they. they it's, it's like yeah, it's the house, and then they sort of brush it. You know, in the episode of Thomas Tank Engine, one of the trains gets buried alive. What? Um, no, but that sounds a bit gruesome. It is, isn't it? And he just gets like he goes into like a tunnel or something, he collapses, and then they just leave him. But he's like that a living train. so creepy. I know. Oh, I, I, I used to love that show. Mm. But it's one of them, in it? After a certain age, loses its pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, if you watch it now. Loses like, its hold on you. Yeah. The show is Ringo Starr. Was the R- back controller? No, the narrator. Oh, was it? You know that, right? Oh, I didn't know that, no. Ringo. Who was Thomas? Didn't they, they didn't, didn't, didn't have voices. They had faces, though. Yeah. Where Horrible faces. From? We've gone a little related, bit off topic. So what? Are they all related? How the Thomas uh, the Tank Engines be born? Because they're the carriages behind him. He's the front one, but the ones behind him. It's like a human centipede. Matt, <laughs> it gets built. It's a train. Yeah, but he's, 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 he's sentient. He has a face. Yeah, but you can build robots. Mm, you can. I don't think they breed. Right. Yeah, there's no... <laughs> they go into a tunnel. Make love. No, tunnel of love. there's none of that. <laughs> Anyway, Nazi occupation. <laughs> get on to that. <laughs> Locomotive sheds. Yeah, they were they were sabotaging the the sheds. Yeah, but then they were eventually arrested. The Gestapo. There was um, where was I up to? Yeah, unfortunately, these activities and several other resistance groups were revealed to the Gestapo by Jakob Jensen. Mm-hmm. He was a British army. Mm-hmm. No, but he was he was tortured in Aarhus, oh. where I live, where I'm from. Mm. Uh, and he was un- interrogated under torture and then in the early morning the Gestapo surrounded the inn and the majority of the group were arrested and eight of its members were sentenced to death and they were executed by firing squad in Rue Wow! on June 29th 1944 three weeks after D-Day Happy New Year so news of the executions contributed to escalation of the general strikes happening in Copenhagen um, wow that was just one of them. So the Vilstein group was one of them, the Whitestone. Mm-hmm. But then there was another one. There was quite a big one called Holgerdansk. And that was created by volunteers from the Winter War. I don't know what the Winter War is. Is uh, that something from World War Two? Mm. I've never heard of it. The Winter War. Because it said they fought on the Finnish side against the Soviet Union. No. Oh, man. And that was made up of 350 volunteers. And they carried out about 100 sabotage operations. So I think the Whitestone group were giving these explosives to Holgerdansk, who were then blowing up things. Mm. And it's apparently named after a legendary Danish hero. So this is all coming on from a pub? Holgerdansk isn't, but the, the Vilstein one. Yeah, the white... It's like the local pub just ganging up. and uh... yeah. yeah, I bet that was a rough pub <laughs> in Denmark. <laughs> you don't want to be having a lock in there. No, yeah. no. Be like, oh, where would it be like? Wagon and horses and sure. Yeah, pineapple. Yeah, and sure. What's the pineapple? Oh, so they have a New Year's tradition, actually, don't they? Oh yeah. <laughs> so basically, 
on a junction in Shaw, not far from where Lorna lives. <laughs> Are you trying to do a link? No, I'm just saying it's near Lorna's house. There's uh, three, two that pubs. That was disgusting. There's three pubs, but one of them's a Wetherspoons. There's three yeah. pubs on this junction. Um, two that face each other across the junction. One is the pineapple, one is... The coaching horses. The coaching horses. Um, and we were in the, the Shea Wake, which is the Wetherspoons. On New um, Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, just, yeah. you know, having a few drinks, relaxing... We turned around to see what we assume is a new New Year's tradition of uh, a brawl in the middle of the street. So they like between the other two pubs, <laughs> they just they're like there, so like all these like bald men like ran out and on the, like, pretty much on the battle like yeah. <laughs> New Year's Day, yeah. like let's go and fight. And then oh, like, so after the New Year, then everyone goes out. Yeah, they just seem. I to, don't know if it is an actual. Yeah, I don't know. But if something just happened, yeah. but they just came out of the respective pubs and started. Was someone? Fighting. Did I read someone had a sword? No, it's a different mm, time. Machete. Someone near Lorna's house. Zombies <laughs> 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 walking out with a machete. House. That's not very nice to Lorna. She gets a point. She, Thank uh, you. <laughs> but yeah, she, he was walking around with a machete. That's not related either, is it? No. Where did we get some pubs? Oh, over you pubs. had a lock-in once at the pineapple, didn't you? Was it you? No. I've been in the pineapple once and. Uh, I've been once and we got kicked out. Mm. What were you doing? No, we didn't have ID. I had a lock in at uh, the Wagon and Horses. Oh, okay, got myself mixed up. Which has been closed down for drugs. Oh. Where we live is a nice place. No, yeah, it is actually. That's that's near Lorna, isn't it? Stop (laughs) it. It's near here. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's midway. So, anyway, back to. Yeah, back to this. Yeah, so that that small group called the Whitestone Group, they were supplying stuff to Holgerdansk which was a, a really big resistance group. And apparently they were responsible for around 200 executions of in, informers who revealed the identity or whereabouts of members of the resistance. Which seems a bit extreme, but then I think the war was quite extreme. The war is quite In general, extreme. yeah. 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 Mm. A lot of death. And because uh, they were very opposed to the collaboration uh, between, between Denmark and Germany and believed that Danes should have resisted the invasion much more fiercely. Um, and apparently there's one of the members had seen Danes engage in friendly conversation with the Germans immediately after the invasion and he cites that as one of the reasons why he decided to join the resistance group because they were mates yeah he was called Gunnar Durberg but then his code name was Bob Herman (laughs) (laughs) Bob Herman's a good name yeah and apparently the, uh, the group was infiltrated by the Gestapo twice but because of its loose structure they were unable to identify all the members so, so people weren't like in contact all the time. Yeah, or... maybe. Mm. So it's... Sound like spies. Mm. So maybe they didn't set up a Facebook group. No, I just saw that on the spot, but Lorna <laughs> laughed, so she gets a oh, point. I thought you gave yourself a point. <laughs> no, I would have been winning by now. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so but apparently in that in those infiltrations, sixty four members were executed during the occupation by the Gestapo. Um, but they did have some high points they managed to blow up the forum arena in Horsens and there was also an attack on it says Burmeister and Wayne so I don't know if that's just two people um, but I quite like this is a little uh, funny fact one member of the group Liz Melamgord survived the war as she remained at home with a sore throat when her colleagues were rounded up and executed <laughs> yeah really so that's, that's a one, one t- <laughs> that is a good day to have a sick day isn't mm. it Oh, um. I bet they were fuming as well. Like she's just at home with a sore throat. Nothing uh-huh. wrong with her. Yeah. <laughs> but, she's not, but she survives. But yeah. But then, so we're getting towards the end of the war now. In fact, this is the end of the war. It says most of Denmark was liberated from German rule in May 1945 by British forces, commanded by Field Marshal Bernard Montgomery. Oh, good name. Bernie who described? Monty. Yeah who described the intelligence gathered in Denmark during the war as second to none. Mm. So, so even though they were... They were, they were uh, a tiny country, but they were given a lot of information to uh, Britain. Yeah. Because it was next to Germany. Yeah, so they, well, they were, also, they were taken over, so yeah. they were getting all the information from Germany and just, just passing had, it along to yeah, Britain. Yeah, I was just chatting about it in pubs, <laughs> up and down the country. The Whitehaven pub, mm. yeah. The Whitestone. Whitestone, sorry. <laughs> Like Stone Pub. But then, so, although Denmark was spurred many of the difficulties other areas of Europe suffered, its population still experienced hardships, p- 
particularly after the Germans took charge in 1943. But you could say that Denmark sort of suffered the least out of all the European countries or European combatants. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm -hmm. Combatants from the war. So many were killed and imprisoned because of their work resisting the authorities. Um, but yeah, there's some facts here. So just over 850 members of the resistance were killed during the war. Roughly 900 civilians were killed. Uh, that was either by being caught in air raids, killed during civil, civil disturbances or reprisal killings. I don't know what they are. Only 39 Danish soldiers... Oh, 39 soldiers were killed during the invasion and four were killed when the Germans dissolved the government. Um, and sources estimate 360 Danish people died in concentration camps. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is a bit of a downer, even though... <laughs> This happens a lot on our podcast, yeah, though, because death is like part of history, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that's the most interesting and part, it, really. Yeah, if everyone survives, but then you don't want to make light of death, but then you want to, you want to be a bit. Oh, good time! time. No, yeah. I don't want to be a So, approximately six thousand Danes were sent to concentration oh, camps. Carrying on, I thought <laughs> of about, but only ten percent died. Three hundred and ninety. What six thousand went to yeah, concentration? Yeah, you say died. Six hundred died. Ten percent of six thousand. Okay. Uh, so in comparison with other countries, this was actually quite small or quite a low number. Uh, but apparently after the war, 40,000 people were arrested on suspicion of collaboration and 13,500 were punished. Mm. Seems quite a lot of people that they sort of rounded yeah. up at the end. Mm. There were some death sentences, but most received prison sentences. Um, and many people criticised the process for victimising small people disproportionately. So many politicians and businesses were left untouched, but then they would round up like little Jimmy from the corner. Oh, not little Jimmy from the corner. <laughs> and he was sort of prosecuted and he was given like four years in prison. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. But then, yeah, so on 5th of May, 1945, Denmark was officially free of German control. This is like a nice happy bit now. Oh, okay. good. Ge Denmark was officially free of German control. Uh, civilians all over the country took down black shades from the windows. That was like during the bombing raids. Yeah. And they burned them in the streets. And then Allied soldiers, I think Soviet soldiers, were released from prisons all over the country. And they were paraded down the streets in Copenhagen. But uh, <laughs> And then in Aarhus, young girls known to have had relationships with German soldiers were dragged into the streets by citizens and had most of the hair on their heads cut off. Oh. And they would then be forced to march down the streets to be humiliated. That... I'm reading the book at the moment. That's just happened in my book. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. But I thought that was quite a nice thing to end on. But then, the, <laughs> but, <that> so, <laughs> but I feel a bit bad for the girls because, yeah, you can't help who you fall in love with, whether it's a Nazi. Yeah, but the soldiers weren't necessarily well. They weren't Nazis, but they weren't but necessarily. You, you don't know what level they agreed with. Yeah, that. they might have just been, you know, conscription. Also, they might have just been scared. Yeah. Bet they were. Like little Jimmy from the block. It's not corner. little Jimmy from the oh, block. No. That's um, Jenny. Jenny from the block. So it's Jenny from the block. All right. But yeah, that's all I had written down. Um, Do you have anything else to say then? Is there a big question, or should that be? Um, yeah, but thanks end? for the report first of all. Yeah. yeah. What did you think about Denmark? Um, went down a bit easy. Uh, no, they did all right. <laughs> No, no, it, it was probably the best. It was probably the best death. decision I feel like. Yeah. yeah, there's not much else you can do. Is they it? averted they, yeah, a, a country like ten times the size, of more mm. invades, Just popping in and saying we're having this now. Mm. So I think I think they made the right decision. Uh, Christine could have sent a bit of a nicer message. To Hitler. Hitler. To Hitler, maybe. Said of, thanks, babe. Yeah. I don't think that was his fault. I think Hitler was just being a princess. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, I think yeah, Hitler was just being a bit touchy and dramatic. Yeah. Mm. He thought they were closer friends than they were. Like, he really liked Christian, mm. but Christian didn't like him quite as much. Yeah, it's a bit awkward. Yeah. It's like... So, yeah, so he got his revenge. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good report. Thanks. Yeah, thank um, you. But, oh, is Matthew going to win? to see Matthew's winning on the uh, talent. Mate. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but I recorded something. Oh, so oh, I forgot oh, about, yes, about this. I was <laughs> no, about this. Oh, this yes. is, I'm quite, I'm worried about this now. So at the end of a few podcasts, because I was told that I was going to make this report ages ago, probably when there was only five or six episodes. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, no, maybe about episode 10, I was asked to make a report. So I was thinking about what I could do. And at this time, at the end of the episodes, Matthew and Innes had both made a song. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, 
I'm really nervous now. I feel like I'm on X Factor. <laughs> but I've made, I've recorded a song. Oh, but it, it, I think it could be good. It could either be really good or it could be awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Gonna... I'm really You've right. recorded it. I've okay. recorded something. It's a minute and 20 seconds. Oh, flipping it. If it's bad, this is all bad. It's so flipping. Oh, no. I'm excited to listen to I'm not sure. I'm excited. <laughs> but will this pick up on the microphone? Or will you just have to. I'll give you the clip after you maybe can play it. Um, yeah, we'll try it like this though first. Oh, I'm really nervous. I'm not actually. I'll see how <laughs> this is going. I don't know what this is going to be. So, yeah. Okay, so I'll just play the file and then you can see what you think. It starts off bad. But this gets better. Wait, how did you, what did you record yeah, it on. with? Well, I'll tell you all the facts <laughs> after. Oh, right, okay. okay. We'll see what you think about it. I'm really nervous now. <laughs> I know how you felt because you said you were nervous. I was uh, really nervous, yeah. Okay, right. I'll just play it. Okay, so no, don't look at me. <laughs> Right, oh, okay. God, God, okay. Right, right I'm going to play. Let's go. <laughs> oh, it's cr- I love this song. episode now but well you know can we can we Matthew said that that was your favourite song Lorna yeah yeah that was quite good that was really good Dan um I'm not sure that was exhilarating (laughs) we should definitely like I could put that at the end yeah fade out with it of this one or of the the Christmas Christmas one one as well yeah put the Christmas one as well put it both yeah Yeah. why not Um, it's Christmas yeah bro so if you're listening to this you go back and listen to the Christmas episode because it should be on the end of that <laughs> there we the go yeah. um, oh, but I was trying I did it I recorded it once and just my voice I realised I wasn't the best singer so I sort of recorded it again and just merged the two so it sounds like there's two people singing what else? Oh, that God. must have you are though. yeah it did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's really> <laughs> I don't know what to expect then I didn't know the lyrics were the lyrics very were, very good they were alright yeah, yeah no brilliant wow. mentioned a lot of podcasts that we've done <laughs> yeah it? I just had a look through I scrolled through so trying yeah. to find I only heard Burke and I what else was that Chinese, Chinese prostitutes I, didn't, I just couldn't pick up them bits I didn't know what you said Chinese prostitutes <laughs> birth of Lego toys oh I didn't know that either also I was trying to the very first uh, verse it was it's something about like I needed something to rhyme with enjoy so and I was trying to think of a podcast. <laughs> I don't listen to sports like cycling with Chris Hoy. <laughs> 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 oh. But that was the only thing I could think of that round Hoy. <laughs> <laughs> so. no, well, yeah, that was brilliant. Uh, have you got a big question for the week? The big, big question. question. <laughs> Today's big question. Do, 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 do. Uh, no, but. Uh, what, what do you think of the Nazis? No. Um, what's your um, what's your what's going to be your New Year's resolution, or what's your best New Year's resolution you've ever made that you stuck to? Oh, oh, oh. We'll, we'll cut this bit. I don't tend to uh, make New Year's resolutions. I'm not a sort of guy. I know Nicola, who was here. When we recorded a podcast, but wasn't in it one time. She makes a lot of resolutions. Yeah, yeah. 
Have you never made a resolution? Um, no. I'm not. Why would you? What New Year's resolution do you make? This year, I'm going to speak more Danish. Oh, that's mm. a good one. Yeah, because I don't normally speak Danish to Sarah, uh, my girlfriend. So uh, I'm going to speak solely in Danish. I'm going to try and speak more Shaw, Balana. <laughs> <so I've got laughs> Need to work on it. Mm. What's the Shaw accent? You do it. Balana does it. It's like Shaw Garby. Shaw Garby. It's just. Oh, just me. It. <laughs> well, should I do a better big question then? Yeah. Uh, put, put the theme song in again, Matt. Sorry, I made you do it twice sometimes, Matt. It's really difficult. The big, big question. question. <laughs> Today's big question. How would you sabotage the Nazis? What would you do? We've heard about the bombing, wars, bombing yeah. uh, plane, trains and mm. uh, blowing stuff up, but what else would you do? I know what I'd do. For me... You just take one piece of railway track up. <laughs> you don't need to bomb all the trains. Oh, I'm giving him some points for that. I forgot that. that was a good one. I like that one. You just take up a piece, piece, <laughs> a piece of railway track. I don't know. Drain the sea. What? Drain that was, the sea. He needs points deducted for that one. Yeah, that was poor. No, um, stop all the bridges. Just like... Yeah. Bomb the bin, bin bridges. The they, they did bond the bridges the already. Bridges. Oh, they did they? But I like the taking out the track. Yeah. That's a good one. You um, don't need to bomb everything. You just yeah. have to... <laughs> or direct it into prison. Oh. Or the sea. Matthew, what would you do? Um, Points are... On, oh, fuck it. This is tough. It is tough, actually, thinking... Because I'm not much of a saboteur myself. Uh, I tend to be stick to the rules. As a rule. Um, can we go on like do we know where the German forces live Germany right but there must be some living here living in North Denmark yeah they're um, everywhere yeah I'm counting on that they're stationed in like the big cities okay so alright we go let's and say find, Opus, where yeah we go and find like the German officer's house and just like egg the windows <laughs> yours is very to- home alone throw the toilet paper on the windows or yeah yeah home alone them what throw bricks at them no, drop a, drop a but not um, iron <laughs> through a gap in the ceiling onto the heads. Ice to outside. Nail stand Don't on. Don't the feathers. Feather, feathers, feathers and fan. The, yeah. Um, Blowtorch the head. That one's a bit drastic. Loads of little toys yeah. that they've ru- when they run they fall over. Um, sm- they also put like smashed baubles on the floor. Yeah. Tar. I'm just going through that. <laughs> Many strings. Oh, you've just watched Home Alone. This is yeah. why you. I was wondering how you knew so much, <laughs> so in detail. Um, so that's. I'm, I'd, I'd probably yeah, egg the windows and toilet paper the house. Like I'm assuming it's they live in like really a frat house. Them. All these like German soldiers. Well, put a whoopee cushion under the chair. No, <laughs> can't get in. Though. Come on, be realistic. And then they'll see you outside, and you're like. Woohoo, follow me! And then you run off to your house and then they try and come in and you home Woo-hoo, alone. Follow them. me! <laughs> That's what Danish people talk. Woohoo! Big summer blood! Right, you're losing a point for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, home alone them. So, Lorna, what would you take on them? I think I'm not going to try and sabotage, I'm going to try and distract them. Oh! So, I'm going to take, obviously, I'm going to the house. Yeah. I'll be a normal person. I might be alright, actually, because I'm a girl, they'd let me in. I like I'll take loads of games, loads of drinks, and then get them really drunk, and then I'll put them on the Mrs. Train. <laughs> to the sea. Yeah. Mm. Then at the end of the wall, we can shave your head. She gets a point for that. Oh, that was a good imagination. Oh, it's actually yeah. very close. Yeah. It's a draw at the moment between Matt and Lorna. Because I got deducted a point, but Innes didn't get deducted a point. What for? What did I get? I don't know what. What can we do? There's like a sudden death. For me, it's a rock, paper, scissors joke. Oh, no. Innis is so good at rock, paper, scissors. And, um, it's a joke. But it's not, too, it's not between me. Between you two. And I'll just I'll just shout out who's uh, who's winning. I'll make an audio rock, paper, scissors. Mm. You know what? You're going to have to draw Denmark from memory. Right. That's what we'll the, closest, the closest... Uh... Oh, I want to have a go at that as well. I'm putting my apple in there. <laughs> All right. So the closest one... Oh, I need to cover this. Oh, yeah. Matt's probably going to and we'll uh, we'll come back in a few minutes whilst once they've uh, once they've drawn it. Dan's gonna do a live rendition of the song while we draw. <laughs> <laughs> I want the history podcast for Christmas. Have you got a little document? 
the regions in it. Right, should we come back to it then? Mm -hmm. If we come back to the. Oh. Signed it as well. That's in case we ever want to sell that. Okay. Hello and welcome to Idiot Talk Hitch. We're back. We are back. You didn't even notice because I've cut it so that we're. Uh, so, Matthew, Lorna, <laughs> and Innis have all drawn a map, and I'm going to judge who's done what here. <laughs> What's that? So, Matthew. That's Matt's. Matthew. Well, uh, you know what? I'll show you what Demat actually looks like. You can post these on the. Uh... Oh, yeah, I missed what I didn't do that. that yeah, I didn't do that. Then. What oh. you've all seen to have missed is that there's a middle island in Denmark. There are three big islands. No, yeah, yeah that's well, right. I, I, well. I didn't do that. Oh, yeah. But I think out of all of them, the most detailed is perhaps Innis's. Well, that's very good. What? But. He got that bit, but I didn't put that there. I think he gets two points for that. Which, so Innis wins. <laughs> what a which joke. Which do you like oh, Mince Pies, Innis? I love Mince Pies. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> congratulations to Innis. such a fix. Innis gets two points, and this concludes the podcast, I think. There yeah, you go, Innis. Thank you very much. Right, everyone go I'll cherish it. So, thank you for listening. What do we need so to do to it? always a singleton. Uh, I'm not saying anything. You can do <laughs> it now. Look at okay. him. Look at him. So, you can uh, tweet us. Uh, on the Twitter handle uh, Idiot History Pod at yep. Idiot History Pod. Yeah. Send an email to Idiot History Pod at gmail dot com. Correct. You can also subscribe to my Twitter account, Singy Zero One. <laughs> You're subscribed to Twitter accounts, man. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've only got one follower, so I'd like to double that. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for listening. Give you us a review. Give us a review. Yeah, and five star from the wrong side of the microphone. Five, star. five star reviews, please. Tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend, and we hope you have a very nice new year. Oh yeah, yeah twenty eighteen. Yeah. This is your year. This is your new year. So, you can do it. Bye bye. 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 There you go.